The Lord be with you. This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We welcome you all to this morning's divine service as we gather around God's holy word and receive the gift of his very body and blood in the Holy Communion. A few announcements for this morning. First of all, summer Sunday school and Bible class continue today. Join us for refreshments in the lounge and an opportunity to meet with the faculty and staff of Sheboygan Lutheran High. At 9.30, join us for Sunday school and adult Bible class. Uh, today we conclude our uh, extended series on the Bible as a path to our lives by ending with the book of Revelation. Sunday school meets in the music room and the adults are invited to join us in the gymnasium. Next Sunday is our annual church picnic at Kiwanis Park. There's one divine service at 10 a.m. with lunch, games, and entertainment to follow at the beer garden. Uh, this year we are honored to host the Die Kenosha Musikaten, a German polka band after the church service. We're still in need of volunteers to help at the church picnic. Please contact the church office or Heather Leipom if you can help in any way. There's also a sign-up genius found in the bulletin that you can use to volunteer to uh, set up uh, serving food and also clean up afterwards. If there is bad weather, which there won't be, everything will be held at the church, including one divine service here at 10 a.m. Uh, see you at Kiwanis Park next Sunday. Today, we welcome the Lutheran High School faculty and staff to Trinity. Trinity is honored this year in conducting the commissioning, the installation, and, and placement of the Lutheran High School faculty and staff for the 2023-2024 school year on behalf of the Lutheran High School Association. So please join us in welcoming um, our family at Lutheran High here this morning and praying God's blessings upon the school year as they begin it quickly. This morning we have the baptism of Theodore Joshua Rint, son of Josh and Kim. Uh, that will happen immediately after I'm finished here. Um, the best way to follow along is to place your bulletin in the back of your hymnal. The panel serves as a guide. Simply go to the page indicated. If there are any small children who'd like to witness the baptism, we invite them to come up now to the communion rail. Um, the rest of you, please stand. The bells will, the bells will almost call us to worship in November. <laughs> In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The congregation may be seated. Dearly beloved, Christ our Lord says in the last chapter of Matthew, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In the last chapter of Mark, our Lord promises whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. And the apostle Peter has written, baptism now saves you. The word of God also teaches that we are all conceived and born sinful and are under the power of the devil until Christ claims us as his own. We would be lost forever unless delivered from sin, death, and everlasting condemnation. But the Father of all mercy and grace has sent his Son, Jesus Christ, to atone for the sin of the whole world. 
that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. How are you named? Theodore Joshua received the sign of the Holy Cross both upon your forehead and upon your heart to mark you as one redeemed by Christ the crucified. Let us pray. Almighty and eternal God, according to your strict judgment, you condemned the unbelieving world through the flood. Yet according to your great mercy, you preserved believing Noah and his family, eight souls in all. You drowned hard-hearted Pharaoh and all his host in the Red Sea, yet led your people Israel through the water on dry ground, foreshadowing this washing of your holy baptism. Through the baptism in the Jordan of your beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, you sanctified and instituted all waters to be a blessed flood and a lavish washing away of sin. We pray that you would behold Theodore Joshua according to your boundless mercy and bless him with true faith by the Holy Spirit, that through this saving flood all sin in him, which has been inherited from Adam and which he himself has committed since, would be drowned and die. Grant that he be kept safe and secure in the holy ark of the Christian church, being separated from the multitude of unbelievers and serving your name at all times with a fervent spirit and a joyful hope, so that with all believers in your promise, he would be declared worthy of eternal life. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. From ancient times, the church has observed the custom of appointing sponsors for baptismal candidates and catechumens. In the Evangelical Lutheran Church, sponsors are to confess the, the faith expressed in the Apostles' Creed and taught in the small catechism. They are, whenever possible, to witness the baptism of those they sponsor. They are to pray for them, support them in their ongoing instruction and nurture in the Christian faith, and encourage them toward the faithful reception of the Lord's Supper. They are at all times to be examples to them of the holy life of faith in Christ and love for the neighbor. Is it your intention to serve Theodore Joshua as sponsors in the Christian faith? God enable you both to will and to do this faithful and loving work and with his grace fulfill what we are unable to do. Hear the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. They brought young children to Jesus that he might touch them, but the disciples rebuked those who brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was greatly displeased and said to them, let the little children come to me and do not forbid them, for of such is the kingdom of God. Assuredly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will by no means enter it. And he took them up in his arms, put his hands on them, and blessed them. This is the word of the Lord. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord preserve your coming in and your going out from this time forth and even forevermore. Amen. Theodore Joshua, Theodore Joshua, do you renounce the devil? Yes, I renounce him. Do you renounce all his works? Yes, I renounce them. Do you renounce all his ways? Yes, I renounce them. 
Do you believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth? Yes, I believe. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried? He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting? Yes, I do. Theodore Joshua, do you wish to be baptized? Theodore Joshua, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Almighty God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has given you the new birth of water and the Spirit and has forgiven you all your sins, strengthen you with his grace to life everlasting. Amen. Receive this burning light to show that you have received Christ who is the light of the world. Live always in the light of Christ and be ever watchful for his coming, that you may meet him with joy and enter with him into the marriage feast of the Lamb and his kingdom, which shall have no end. In holy baptism, God the Father has made you a member of his Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and an heir with us of all the treasures of heaven in the one holy Christian and apostolic church. We receive you in Jesus' name as our brother in Christ, that together we might hear his word, receive his gifts, and proclaim the praises of him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. We welcome you in the name of the Lord. Please stand for prayer. Almighty and most merciful God and Father, we thank and praise you that you graciously preserve and enlarge your family and have granted Theodore Joshua the new birth and holy baptism and made him a member of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and an heir of your heavenly kingdom. We humbly implore you that as he has now become your child, you would keep him in his baptismal grace, that according to your good pleasure he may faithfully grow to lead a godly life to the praise and honor of your holy name, and finally with all your saints obtain the promised inheritance in heaven through Jesus Christ our Lord. Peace be with you. Amen.
Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting Father, you give your children many blessings, even though we are undeserving. In every trial and temptation, grant us steadfast confidence in your loving kindness and mercy. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament reading for the 12th Sunday after Pentecost is from Isaiah chapter 56. Thus says the Lord, keep justice and do righteousness, for soon my salvation will come and my deliverance be revealed. And the foreigners who join themselves to the Lord to minister to him, to love the name of the Lord and to be his servants, everyone who keeps the Sabbath and does not profane it and holds fast my covenant, these I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar, for my house shall be called a house of prayer for all peoples. The Lord God who gathers the outcasts of Israel declares, I will gather yet others to him besides those already gathered. This is the word of the Lord. Fear the Lord, you his saints, for those who fear him lack nothing. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. The epistle is from Romans chapter 11. I ask then, has God rejected his people? By no means. For I myself am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham, a member of the tribe of Benjamin. God has not rejected his people whom he foreknew. Now I am speaking to you Gentiles, inasmuch then as I am an apostle to the Gentiles, I magnify my ministry in order somehow to make my fellow Jews jealous and thus save some of them. For if their rejection means the reconciliation of the world, what will their acceptance mean but life from the dead? As regards the gospel, they are enemies of God for your sake, but as regards election, they are beloved for the sake of their forefathers. For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable, just as you were one, at one time disobedient to God, but now have received mercy because of their disobedience, so they too have now been disobedient, in order that by the mercy shown to you, they also may now receive mercy. For God has consigned all to disobedience, that he may have mercy on all. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 15th chapter. Glory to Jesus went away from there and withdrew to the district of Tyre and Sidon. 
And behold, a Canaanite woman from that region came out and was crying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely oppressed by a demon. But he did not answer her a word. And his disciples came and begged him, saying, Send her away, for she is crying out after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. And he answered, It is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. She said, Yes, Lord, but even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, O woman, great is your faith. Be it done for you as you desire. And her daughter was healed instantly. This is the gospel of the Lord.
Our text for this morning's sermon is taken from the gospel reading with special emphasis on the following words of Jesus. Oh, woman, great is your faith. This is our text. You may be seated. Dear brothers and sisters of our Lord Jesus Christ, one of the fascinating things about our text for today is that the Canaanite woman gets what the disciples don't. That Jesus will always do what he has promised. While the disciples act in a self-serving way, wanting her sent away because they were annoyed by her persistent cries to them for help, kind of like earlier heard that the disciples wanted to get rid of the little children, right? They were annoyed. She, however, is vigilant in seeking help for her daughter. She gets that Jesus is the Christ. And we know that because she uses a very specific phrase that unpacks that. She calls him the son of David. The Christ would be from the line of David. She gets that Jesus has come to set us free from sin, death, and the power of the devil. That's why she knows he can get rid of those demons. She gets that even though Jesus was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel, that she and her daughter would become his sheep ultimately by faith. Well, she gets it. The disciples, who should know better, do not. At times, we don't either. We, as pastors, we don't get it. You teachers and staff at Trinity Lutheran School and Sheboygan Area Lutheran High School, you don't get it either. Nor do any of you sitting in the pews of this church. You don't get it. There are times, aren't they, when we just don't get it. That is absolutely true. We don't get that we're no better than anyone else. That our sins are no less damning than the sins of other people. We don't get that like the Canaanite woman, we are utterly and totally dependent on the sheer mercy of God. There is nothing in us that is good since the fall, not even a spark. If there were, we could overcome death, but we cannot. The wages of sin is death, and that's the sentence for us all. Like the disciples, because we don't get it. We get caught up, don't we, in our own self-serving lives. This is why we don't get it at times. We get caught up in what we're doing. And then we'd like to send away those people who are getting in the way of maybe our to-do list or our agenda, 
for our own lives. We don't want to be bothered or consumed by other people's problems or difficulties. Quite frankly, there's a limit to how far we will go in helping and no farther. And often, sad to say, it's only when we feel better and yet the person who needs help doesn't get the help. Notice how different, different that is from the Canaanite woman. She will not quit. She will not quit advocating for her daughter until her daughter is well. In parents, we see icons of God the Father, don't we? Parents, you love your children no matter what. Jim, Kim, you love your children no matter what. You'll do anything for them. God does anything for us. Anything and everything. He's our Father in heaven, not our employer. He won't stop until we're helped. She wouldn't stop until her daughter was helped. Notice she wasn't advocating for what she wanted, wasn't advocating to um, have an easy life, wasn't advocating for Jesus to uh, do what was on her agenda. But she went with his agenda, and his agenda is getting rid of demons. And so she would not be denied. The disciples, well, they had their own agendas. They, like us, get, got caught up in the everyday things of life. They, they took their view, they, they took their look away from Jesus and were looking inside and around them to the world. I think it's fascinating last week, right? You had Peter. Peter. And what did Jesus say to Peter? Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? He of all people should have known better. And for a moment he did, fixing his eyes on Jesus, he walked on water, but then he got caught up in the other things like you and I do, right? The wind and waves of a fallen world, of our own selfish wants and our perceived needs, and it began, be, began to sink, right? Contrast that with this woman who, how in the world does she know that Jesus is the Christ? She needed help, and she heard his word, and she heard from that word that he was the son of David, the Christ, and she would not be denied. Now, while we are preoccupied with looking into our own hearts, our own wants and desires, uh, she was not. She was looking after the needs of her daughter. But unlike the Canaanite woman, we think in terms of our rights. Right? We, we talk a lot about that in our world, don't we? We have rights. This is the way and the language and the thinking of the world. I have a right to something, right? We have rights. We deserve certain, certain things and we deserve certain treatment. Now maybe that's true when it comes to the world, but not with God. God doesn't owe us anything except death. 
God didn't owe this woman. He didn't owe the disciples. He doesn't owe you and me anything but death. And yet, yet, we think, as we don't get it, we think that God is there to give us what we want when we want it, on our terms, the way we want it. We don't get, do we, our desperate need of God in Christ. That literally we cannot live without his forgiveness, his goodness, and his life in us. Here's why we get mucked up. Here's why we start not getting it. Is we locate our help not in the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, but in ourselves. We're tempted to think, well, we're the good people, right? Well, yeah, we've got all that now. We own it. We own this goodness of God. Well, here's something you need to know and I need to be reminded of too. You don't own any of it. The holiness we have, the goodness we have, comes from outside of us. Extra nos, the theologians call it. It comes from outside of us in Christ. We have a borrowed holiness until the day when we're resurrected and recreated to live in the new heavens and the new earth. Until that day, we are utterly and totally dependent on his goodness and his goodness and his grace and his mercy come to us by his spirit at work through his word. We don't get that we are nothing and we can do nothing apart from him. Remember that? Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing. Well, apart from him, you are nothing. You wouldn't have been created without him. We think, though, that life is ours, and we can add God to it if we want, if he serves our own purposes, right? Yet there isn't a life that belongs to you apart from God. There's God, and then there's your life, not the other way around. He's the reality. He's the source and the sustainer of all life. Now, when we see God as an add-on, though, to what we want for our agendas, you know what happens to us then? We fail to see or simply ignore the wants and needs of others. Our rights become more important than other people's needs. Not so with Jesus, right? who is the King of kings and Lord of lords. He doesn't demand that we do things for him. He comes and he gives everything away to us. He's our advocate before God the Father. And notice how this plays into the heart and life of the Canaanite woman. She's the advocate for her demon-possessed daughter. Nothing more important than the daughter. She doesn't care about her rights. She cares about her daughter. You see, the Canaanite woman is brought beyond herself in faith toward God to see things as he thinks, sees things, the bigger perspective. 
and beneath herself in love for her daughter. She doesn't make demands from her list. She simply asks for what she knows Jesus is there to give. She doesn't insist on her own rights. And she doesn't accuse God of anything. Even, as we see, it seems that Jesus is a bit mean to her, wouldn't you say? She gets who she is, a sinner who deserves nothing. She gets it because she believes the word of the Lord, including the sentence he has declared on us, the death sentence. She just takes that law, takes that accusation, and says, you're right. She knows she shouldn't expect him to say anything when he's quiet, right, and says nothing to her pleas. Even if he said nothing ever, he would still be a just and loving God because she's the one, you're the one, I'm the one, humanity is the one that has destroyed the entire heavens and the earth here in this world, all of his creation, right? So she knows that his silence, that she deserves that, she deserves being sent away by the disciples, right? She is not one of the lost sheep of Israel. She knows that too. And then he calls her a dog. And she doesn't even dispute that. But notice what she says. She says, but yes, Lord, even the dogs eat the crumbs that come from the master's table. She knows who he is but she also knows who he is. He's the son of David. He's the Christ. He was set about the by the Father when he was baptized, right? Anointed there, set apart to save us from sin and death. She knows he's Jesus, which means God saves. He's got to do it. It's in his nature. Just like when his mom came upon that, you know, uh, wedding of Canaan and Galilee, they ran out of wine. She knew that he would help because that's in his nature. Do whatever he tells you. And what he says makes us whole again in body and soul. She takes him at his word, the word that taught her that he was the son of David, the Christ, that he was Emmanuel, God with us, to save us. And she wouldn't let him wiggle out of it she knows that he's going to come through. She's gonna, he's going to come through. And that's what you need to know, too, that our Lord will never wiggle out of his word. That's why the most important thing about this church, about Trinity Lutheran School, about Sheboygan Area Lutheran High School, is Jesus Christ and him crucified and risen from the dead that his word is for all of us, that his word comes so that we get it. And quite frankly, we get it most of all when things are not going well. Then we recognize our need of him. And you need to know at some point in your life, it's not going to go well. But you also need to know that he's going to be with you through all of that.
Theodore was just baptized today. I love his name. It means gift of God, and he is a gift of God. You are all gifts of God. And in holy baptism, he promised Theodore, he promised you, he promised me, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. I will have mercy on all of you. Mercy is what I'm here to give. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. When we look to him in that way, we get it. That's great faith. Running only with what the Lord says. When I was a younger pastor, people had this thing that you, you go to the doors of people and you ask them if God were to ask you, why should I let you into my heaven? What would you say? By the way, I don't really like any of that part, but, but I came up to, with what I think would need to be said. I would point nothing to myself. I would just say, because you said so. Because he said so. He said, you belong to me. He said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. He said, I'm going to forgive all your sins. As far as the east is from the west, so far are your sins. And what he says, he does. When he says that you will have life together with him because he has overcome the world, that's what you have. That's what the Canaanite woman knew. And that's what our Lord is here to make sure that you know and I know that we get it. Our Lord is present here today by his spirit that worked through his words so that you, like the Canaanite woman, get it. That you get that you are set free from the demons, all of the demons of this fallen world by his forgiveness. That you get that he will always do what he has promised. That he will never wiggle out of his word that you get the crumbs that fall from his table. Crumbs that rid you of your captivity to sin and nourish you with the goodness of our Lord's very body and blood, his life that conquers even death. Amen. Now may the peace of God that surpasses all understanding guard our hearts and our lives in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. You may be seated and when Sheboygan Area Lutheran High, the faculty and staff, please come forward. Now that you get it, we're gonna commission you and install you and place you for the new year. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Beloved in the Lord, according to the usual order, Elizabeth Bredman has been called to the office of teacher at Sheboygan Area Lutheran High School. This office has been established in love by the church to support the office of the holy ministry 
and to assist and strengthen Christian fathers and mothers in their God-given responsibility to bring up their children in the nurture and instruction of the Lord. Elizabeth has been prepared for this office by prayer and study. She has been examined and declared ready to undertake this sacred responsibility in public trust. Hear the word of God concerning this office. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Elizabeth, do you believe and confess the canonical books of the Old and New Testaments to be the inspired word of God and the only infallible rule of faith and practice? Do you accept the three ecumenical creeds, namely the Apostles, the Nicene, and the Athanasian creeds as faithful testimonies to the truth of the Holy Scriptures, and do you reject all the errors which they condemn? Yes, I believe and confess the three ecumenical creeds because they are in accord with the Word of God. I also reject the errors they condemn. Do you believe that the unaltered Augsburg Confession is a true exposition of the Word of God and a correct exhibition of the doctrine of the Evangelical Lutheran Church? that the Apology of the Augsburg Confession, the small and large catechisms of Martin Luther, the small called articles, the treaties on the authority and primacy of the Pope and the formula of Concord, as they are contained in the Book of Concord, are also in agreement with this one scriptural faith. Yes, I make these confessions my own because they are in accord with the Word of God. Do you solemnly promise faithfully to serve God's people in the teaching ministry in accordance with the Word of God, the ecumenical creeds, and the confessions or symbols of the church? Yes, I promise with the help of God. Will you, trusting in God's care, seek to grow in love for those you serve, strive for excellence in your skills, and adorn the gospel of Jesus Christ with a godly life? Yes, I promise with the help of God. Brothers and sisters in Christ assembled here in the church, you have heard the confession and solemn promise of Elizabeth, who has been called to serve in the church at Sheboygan Area Lutheran High School. I ask you now in the presence of God and on behalf of all association congregations, will you receive her, show her fitting love and honor, and support her by your gifts and fervent prayer? If so, answer, we will with the help of God. We will with the help of God. The Almighty and most merciful God strengthen and assist you all, always. Elizabeth, are you ready to assume the work of this ministry? Elizabeth Bredman, I commission you to the office of teacher and install you at Sheboygan Area Lutheran High School in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, you have come to be placed into service at Sheboygan Area Lutheran High School for the 2023-2024 school year, a work in which our Father in Heaven has great joy. You are to assist the ministry of the word and sacraments by instructing God's children according to his holy word and serving the church in your given vocation. You are to prepare yourselves for this work by your individual and corporate study of the word of God and the faith drawn from it as it has been delivered to us in the creeds and confessions of the Evangelical Lutheran Church. While holiness of life and work is the way of all who trust in Christ, it is especially important that you show yourselves by word and example to be patterns of good works 
and Christian devotion. In the presence of God and of this congregation, I therefore ask you, do you accept the offices entrusted to you, and do you promise faithfully to carry out your duties, trusting in him and conforming yourself to his word in accordance with the faith of the evangelical Lutheran church? If so, answer, I do. I place you into service at Sheboygan Area Lutheran High School for the 2023-2024 school year in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Members of the congregation, you have heard the confession and promises of all of these church workers. I ask you now in the presence of God and on behalf of all association congregations, will you (coughs) receive them? Show them fitting love and honor and support them by your gifts and fervent prayer. If so, then answer, we will with the help of God. The almighty and most merciful God, strengthen and assist you always. Let us stand for prayer. Gracious and merciful Lord, we thank you for providing faithful men and women in your church to assist and support the office of the holy ministry and to support Christians in their vocations. Grant your Holy Spirit to Elizabeth and the entire faculty and staff of Sheboygan Area Lutheran High School. Adorn them with wisdom and power from on high that they may serve faithfully in their work to the honor and glory of your holy name. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Go in peace and joy. The Almighty and most merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and bless and strengthen you for faithful service in his name. Amen. Let us pray for the whole Church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. O Lord, bless this congregation and church. Grant that it may be a house of prayer, and we a people of prayer. Bless our schools also, especially Trinity Lutheran and Lutheran High School, that your word be taught faithfully to your glory and for the edification of the families we serve. We thank you this day at the 64th wedding anniversary of Rob and Monica Sinkbile, the 46th wedding anniversary of Kevin and Gretchen Graytons, the 44th wedding anniversary of Alan and Anne-Marie Voss, the 14th wedding anniversary of Daryl and Lita Carlson, and for the baptism of Theodore Rint. Lord, in your mercy. O Lord, grant that your church may be steadfast, proclaiming your irrevocable gifts, and calling that the disobedient may receive mercy, and that those who hear would be grafted into Jesus Christ, the true vine. Lord, in your mercy. O Lord, grant that the government and those who protect us might keep justice and do righteousness for your name's sake, and according to your will. Lord, in your mercy. O Lord, care for those who cry to you, whether beset with grief, sorrow, pain, or trouble, especially the victims of the wildfires in Maui, Hawaii, Mike recovering after surgery, Brad awaiting a kidney transplant, Renee experiencing difficult complications after surgery, Marie undergoing tests, Deborah and Bart for continued management of their illnesses, Robin in treatment for early stage breast cancer, for Mike, Emmy, Tim, Heather, Benjamin, Bernadette, Sue, Jennifer, Sharon, Timothy, Ronald, President John Willie, our district president, and Mary Yerk, and all in treatment for cancer. Dorothy in hospice care and for the family of Ed and Raz, the families of Greg Spear and Keith Darling, whom we remember today. P. 
Be pleased for Christ's sake to answer them according to your gracious will. Lord, in your mercy. All these things and whatever else you know that we need, grant us, Father, for the sake of him who died and rose again and now lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. As we gather together the offering, we invite you to fill out the friendship register. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, O Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Everlasting God, for the countless blessings you so freely bestow on us and all creation. Above all, we give thanks for your boundless love shown to us when you sent your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, into our flesh and laid on him our sin, giving him in the death that we might not die eternally. 
Because he is now risen from the dead and lives and reigns to all eternity, all who believe in him will overcome sin and death and will rise again to new life. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Amen. Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, King of all creation, for you have had mercy on us and given your only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. In your righteous judgment, you condemned the sin of Adam and Eve, who ate the forbidden fruit, and you justly barred them and all their children from the tree of life. Yet in your great mercy, you promised salvation by a second Adam, your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, and made his cross a life-giving tree for all who trust in him. We give you thanks for the redemption you have prepared for us through Jesus Christ. Grant us your Holy Spirit that we may faithfully eat and drink of the fruits of his cross and receive the blessings of forgiveness, life, and salvation that come to us in his body and blood. Hear us as we pray in his name and as he has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you in body and soul to life everlasting. Depart in peace. Amen. Let us pray. We give thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us through this salutary gift, and we implore you that of your mercy you would strengthen us through the same in faith toward you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.